welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is nine minutes after the hour. Sheree Tolson-Rice on board, state representative, Second Amendment supporter, small government advocate, my kind of Republican. Good yeah. morning. I Thanks thought I was your favorite. Well, you are my favorite. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you, there is not a representative in this room that I like better than you. Because <laughs> uh, Chuck Basie is right in there. He's a close second. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he didn't get me my refund from the state, so you're you're still number one. Uh, Joe Gilbert is in Action Tactical, actiontact.com. I'm there. Yeah, well, you're not all here, but you're close. You're not all there. Anyway, uh, Larry Wayland is in from... Modern Arms at the Brown Station location. You know what? We're having a rifle raffle. Are you really? Rifle raffle. Whoa. Rifle raffle. Even if you don't play, it's fun to say. Rifle raffle. Do tell. We're raising money for the Food Bank of Central and Northeast Missouri. We're giving away... uh, One lucky winner will win a LWRC AR-15... A beautiful rifle. Once again, um, I'll hold with, this up in front of the cameras if you're at GaryAndGuns.com or GaryAndGuns on Facebook. Loophole new red dot uh, RDS site. It includes four magazines and a soft carry case. A $2,200 prize package. Tickets are $20. We are only selling 600 maximum tickets. And a um, for a $100 donation to the food bank, you can have eight entries entered into the drawing. And we're going to draw that uh, December the 7th. I'm going to have you get, draw it, Gary, right right, right, with the cameras running yeah. so that we don't have you in there looking for your name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but well, we're going to give that away in thing. three weeks on December the 7th. So swing by Modern Arms at the Brown Station location, get your tickets, get entered to the raffle, and have a chance to win a beautiful rifle. And most of all, more importantly, help the folks at Central Missouri Food Bank um, buy a lot of food for a lot of needy families. Yeah. Supreme Court handed down uh, a pretty, uh, I think, bad dis- uh, ruling. Uh, against the Second Amendment, uh, apparently uh, the parents uh, from that Connecticut school shooting are suing uh, Remington, is it? Is it yes, Remington? Remington. Yeah, Remington Arms. Yeah. Uh, and they've allowed it to go through. And I don't think for even a minute that their goal is to prevail in court because it would be a pretty difficult challenge. Their, what their argument is uh, that, that uh, the advertisements somehow encourage this kind of behavior. And I don't know about uh, any of you three, but I've never seen an ad that encouraged school shootings or reckless behavior. Yeah, just the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every firearm comes with a lock on it. It's got a ton of legal warnings, safety warnings. They do everything possible to do the opposite. But what I think the real goal is, is the ability to take every gun manufacturer to court and tie them up in court and have them spend millions of dollars in attorney's fees to bankrupt them. Yep. I agree. That's that's what I think is the Well, goal. and there's already a law in place that says you that the gun gun companies can't be held responsible for the criminal acts of criminals. Um yet the the court decided, well, yeah, we're going to let them slip by on some advertising well, caveat that well, they advertised it in such a way that, that made this possible. The the gun owner gun manufacturers should be shielded because of a law that the Congress passed. They should be shielded from the actions criminal acts of, of other people. They're not shielded from from product liability. They're not shielded from, you know, the ability to be sued for making faulty things or making dangerous you know, they're making things that don't operate as intended. But to to hold uh, a manufacturer accountable for the criminal act of a third party is really bothersome, and there's a law in place that should shield them. 
Well, let me ask you this. Let me play the devil's advocate here. Um, suppose I advertise for uh, the, the, the Hellcat Dodge Challenger, which has 700-plus uh, horsepower, 700-pound uh, feet of torque, uh, can launch you down the quarter mile in you know, less than 10 seconds. Um, and I run that ad. And somebody goes out and does that and, and gets killed. Yeah. Uh, there's no law to protect Dodge from a lawsuit. So if, if Dodge can be sued for advertising in a, because their advertisements encourage reckless behavior... Can't the gun manufacturers be sued for encouraging reckless behavior? But it's, 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 okay. Um, it's a criminal act to, to shoot somebody. <clears throat> and to, the gun is, operates as intended. It didn't malfunction. It didn't break. It didn't, um, it, it did as what it was supposed to do. Yeah, but the advertisement... Uh, talks about how many uh, rounds it'll hold and how accurate it is mm -hmm. and how deadly it can be. Uh, and so, uh, like uh, Dodge advertising the Hellcat Demon, uh, Remington is advertising a gun that potentially could kill people, innocent people, uh, could be used to kill people, just like that car could. And yet the car manufacturer can be sued, too. And how, m how many times does that happen? <laughs> Where have I seen that before? I, yeah, um, that you know, it's it, it doesn't <clears throat> the, the car manufacturers. Well, you know, is is um, the kid at Sandy Hook? Did he have Kellogg's cereal that morning for breakfast? Could Kellogg's be held liable for p providing him nutrition to be able to go and and commit this horrible criminal act? The Levi's he was wearing allowed him to be clothed. Shouldn't Levi be be copied in on this too? I mean, the, the Toyota Prius that he stole of his mother's to drive there, well, Toyota's culpable in those crimes, too. You, you need to hold criminals accountable for their actions. Not every, every product or service they've ever bought is not criminally liable for the criminal's actions. Perhaps I should have done that in the voice of Gary the Liberal. Um, I was just playing the devil's advocate. Don't attack me. <laughs> I like the voice. I was just trying to explain the other side. Hmm, yeah. Hmm. There is no explanation. All right. Larry Whalen from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. Has brought in several other firearms, and we're going to talk about those next. And we're going to show you, if you go to Gary on Guns on Facebook, you'll be able to look at the camera, and it'll be right there in front of you. You'll actually look at the screen. We'll hold it up to the camera. That's, that's on our side. Oh, no, wait a minute. There's somebody there in their bathrobe. Put, <laughs> we can see God you. God's sake, put some clothes on. You're listening to Gary on Guns, 93.90. Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Um, if, uh, if you have uh, Facebook and you go to uh, Gary on Guns on Facebook, you'll be able to see what we're talking about. Not just a snapshot, but you'll actually be able to see what we've got. Uh, we got Joe Gilbert in from Action Tac, Action Tactical uh, it's actiontac.com. Uh, we've got uh, State Representative uh, Cherie Tolson-Reich. And uh, Larry Wayland is in from Modern Arms. So Over at the Brown Station location. You betcha. And these uh, firearms will be there shortly. Now, uh, what are we looking at here? You hold in your hand there a SIG P238. So this is a, uh, a small, um, hammer-driven, 1911-style or styled 
Um, semi-auto pistol, single stack, uh, six or eight round configuration, factory night sights. Um, Six Hour makes some beautiful guns. This one has the uh, the, uh, the uh, TFOs, the tr- uh, tritium fiber optic front sight. So you've got a big green ball on the front, and even at night it glows. But during the daytime, it glows even brighter with the with the ambient light. Um, beautiful little concealed carry piece. Great fun at the range. It's a good uh, good defensive tool and a good accurate pistol. Sig makes some world class stuff that retails at five fifty. You know what? I'm I'm noticing that, uh, and a lot of times uh, I see this, especially with people who've had uh, injuries, hands, wrists, uh, or they're elderly. Uh, they have a hard time chambering around. Mm-hmm. This is nice and easy to, to cycle. It, it is. Um, it, it's a, a easy-to-load-and-unload gun. Um, it is a, a steel slide with an aluminum grip frame, so the, the recoil management's very, very doable. Um, it's a Got a nice trigger pull. Nice, nice little gun. Yeah. Um, Beautiful little little pistols. Sig makes gr- good stuff, um, and there's a a lot of uh, sm- they also make this in a nine millimeter version. This mm-hmm. is just the the three eighty caliber version. So that is a great. Have you seen this one, Joe? You, you probably have, but I have. They're one of my favorites. Yeah, I like the three eighty, and that size would fit good in a, in my size hands. You know, mm-hmm. it's just the right size because even in my hand, it was comfortable, and yeah. I've got a big hand. Sasquatch. Gonna... You know the best thing about being armed. I didn't have to eat Cherie's donuts with my feet. <laughs> now you're going to make me bring donuts in every time. Yeah, well, he's going to go toe-to-toe with you. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed that one, didn't I? All right. Uh, all right, so that, uh, now, is that the only one you have in stock? Um, on the 238, uh, that's the only used one I have. I think I've got a new one also, but um, we got them, you know, that, that's that's easy to get. We can get those anytime you need them. All right, I got to tell you, when I pull a magazine out of a firearm and I see nine, uh, 18. And it's got a plus two bottom, so we're at a 20-round magazine of 9 millimeter. Oh, man. Well, you're just waiting to walk out and kill somebody with that, aren't you? I can tell. It's an, it's an assault magazine. That that's right. is 30-clip nice. magazine. <clears throat> All right, tell me about this. <clears throat> this is uh, a, a product, um, a Canik, 9mm. Um, it's their optics-ready long-slide version, so a 5-inch barrel. It has um, a, a lightened slide, so the, there's uh, eight holes on the front of the slide behind the front sight that just reduce weight of the slide. It's not a ported barrel, but it could support a ported barrel. Uh, Canik is a, is a product that's imported by Century Arms International. They come with a lifetime warranty. This gun is equipped with, um, it comes with two magazines as well as a holster in the box. And this is their optics-ready version. So that rear sight uh, can be removed, and it's attached to a plate that allows you to attach the RMRs, the little micro red dots, directly to the slide. And it comes with a a variety of plates to fit all of the popular red dot, uh, either battery-powered or passive-powered type sights. And... Canik is really making huge inroads in the American market. There's a ton of after-factory parts and accessories available for them. For the guys that like to monkey with their guns, change the triggers, change the, the, the parts and pieces, there's a lot of aftermarket support for this. We're seeing a lot of people shooting these in competition. Um, it's a very nice gun. Its design harkens back to some of the earlier Walther designs. Uh, it is striker-driven, so every trigger pull is always exactly the same. It does have the internal firing pin block, the trigger shoe safety, like we see on a lot of the modern striker guns. It has the light rail, so we can attach any of the modern accessories to it. 
Just a wonderful value. I've got this one in the flat dark earth color. Again, this is one of our used guns. I've got th that price at four seventy five. That's a hell of a, a price. A lot of bang for the buck there. I'll tell you what else it has that I like. Uh, there is on the back, I don't know if we can get this on the camera. A little striker indicator. A striker indicator. Yeah, to show the striker's so cocked. That, uh, you can tell when uh, when you've uh, chambered it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of... Was I pointing that right at my own head? Well, it looked like that on the camera. I'm sure the angles were keeping it safe. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I like... <laughs> the other thing that I like is the uh, the uh, uh, mag release. It's an extended mag release and... Really It's kind of neat. In the box that with this one comes with, it's got three different pads that can attach to that mag release button. So you can make it bigger or smaller. Um, right out of the box with the with the accessories that the factory provides. Let but that sticks out far enough that it's real easy to to. Uh, yeah, you can't. It, it's not like you can accidentally do it. But if you're if it's your intention to hit the mag release, you can hit that easily. That's beautiful. Larry, you called it a flat earth color. Flat dark earth is kind of I the... I first the, thought you said you were a flat earther. I'm a flat so earther. That kind of worried me there. He's a flat dark earther. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been exposed. Uh, oh, stuff. Ruger, okay. I thought I saw a Wrangler and I thought, what? They the, make they make jeans too. And, yeah, uh, make, make pants and firearms. No, this is a Ruger. This is the Ruger Wrangler. This is Ruger's price-pointed... Um, Six-shot, single-action gun. Um, Ruger has been making the single six for decades and decades. This is a modern, um, very price-conscious version of their single-action gun. Um, it is Cerakoted. Uh, so you get, the one you have there is the silver Cerakote. They do that in the flat, dark earth, the flat earth <laughs> design. Uh, they also do it in black. Um, but it's just a great single action 22 revolver. Um, very traditional design and very aggressively priced. We got this brand new retailed at 225 Wow. That's good for, like a good For Ruger. Too. I mean, it's... Um, we've sold tons and tons of the Taurus's Heritage revolvers, the Rough Rider. Um, very similar price point and a lot finer fit and finish on the Rugers. Um, it's it's light years ahead of the the fit and finish we see on the on the Heritage guns. That is that is really nice. Yeah. Um, those uh, six gun uh, contests that they have around here. Mm -hmm. uh, this would be a great addition. That'd be something you could use. Oh, yeah. Have some and fun with that holster that. Jerry, earlier off air, you were, I think, joking with me about John Wayne or being John Wayne-like. <laughs> and I think I yeah. could carry that gun just like John Wayne. Yeah, you could. Like, when did you an elevation, Mrs. Langdon? <laughs> when did you an elevation? <laughs> do the swagger. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can do that, too. Uh, all right. Uh, and then uh, that's that's not all you brought that, in. No, there, there's... Is, Look at this. Right. Wow. I don't know how you can look at this and not just get excited looking at wow. it. Oh, man, that's cool. Yeah. So what you have the there front. is is a, a Glock 17 um, with some significant upgrades. Uh, it does uh, most uh, obviously have a Silencer Co. Uh, Omega 9K silencer attached to it. Um, and um, with uh, when that's mounted... It, it it looks like it's going to weigh a ton, doesn't it? I mean, it, it looks like the balance light. is going to be really off. The, the Omega 9K from Silencer Co. is a very lightweight silencer. I don't know the ounces, but it doesn't affect the balance of the gun near as much as it looks like it's going to. Um, the other upgrades on this uh, Glock 17 
It is, it's equipped with oh, a I like the sight. Voodoo Innovations um, slide and barrel. So it's been cut for to accept the Trijicon RMR. This is the battery-powered Trijicon RMR with the red dot. It has XS uh, Company's uh, rapid acquisition big dot front sight. It has a um, agency uh, trigger and connector. Um, just a beautiful tricked-out Glock. Has a Magpul Magwell, I believe, on it also. Um, it's it's um, it's Glocktastic, Gary. It's completely Glocktastic. You know, one of the things I uh, let me just uh, pass this on to Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep thinking I should get a suppressor. I think just you should because too. Be fu- yeah, I know you do. Yeah, because you want to sell it. I want to sell it to you. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> well, it, it's an intimidating process because um, the silencers, the, they are registered as firearms, um, and it is part of the the National Firearms Registry. So, unlike the other firearms we sell, uh, you have to do a background check, but. The silencers are registered guns, so we can get into more of the details and the process of that if you'd like. Yeah, we'll do that next because uh, I should have done this a year ago, and I'll explain why. Next on Gary on Guns, 93.9 Eagle. 36 minutes after the hour, Larry Wayland is in from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. Shuri Tolson-Rice is on board, state representative. Glad to be here, Gary. We're glad to have you with us. And Joe Gilbert is in from Action Tactical. It's actiontac.com. Um... About a year, year and a half ago, uh, I had a gentleman on who was talking about uh, how easy it is to set up a trust so that you can get a suppressor. Yeah. And I, I went through the, you know, I, I not only had him on the show. Yeah, I, that's I our friend out. Matt Darrow of yeah. NFA Trust Shop. Yep. Um, he's still out there and, and has that available. And, um, I, and I did it. And, and you did the trust. But I didn't go out and buy a suppressor. So you're... St- you haven't even started waiting. You're going to say you're... Sh- you haven't even started waiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you were well, thinking. But, but here's the thing. I thought to myself, you know what? I, I, got, I go through this. It's going to cost me a couple hundred bucks for the uh, device itself. Uh, the, the trust was cheap. I, I don't remember. It was like 20, 25 bucks. But I'm going to wait a whole year. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll do it later. I'll do now, it later. I would have that. Yeah, you'd already be I shooting quiet. I would have it. And and uh, I delayed, and I'm, now if I start it, it's going to take me a oh, whole other uh, year. Well, and, and there's no statutory time limit, but the approvals we're getting back currently on the Form 4s are in that 11 to 12-month range right now. I've had one that was less than 90 days old, uh, just submitted in late in July. We already got it back. But there's no... Uh, th- that's an aberration. That's an outlier. You know, 11 to 12 months is the current approval time on the NFA Form 4s that we're filing currently. Um, and for people that, that are not aware of that process, um, it, it, it can be intimidating because you are buying a, a, an item, a silencer, that is part of a it, National Firearms Registry. Um, so the, the feds uh, have to bless every every transfer of those of those silencers or other other regulated guns like that um but although the paperwork sounds intimidating it's really simple it we, was simple we, we've, was we've worked easy. with um with a company uh, we've partnered with out of texas named silencer shop they have uh, leased us a piece of hardware we have in the store that allows our customers to answer all of their qualifying questions submit their fingerprints we'll attach the photo it takes the customers 8 to 12 minutes to do the application. Now, the approval time still takes 8 to 12 months, but the, the buying process is pretty easy. Now, 
the application for a, a, an approved Form 4 is a serial number specific application. So you have to buy your silencer and pay a $200 transfer tax and then submit your paperwork and wait a long time before you pick it up. But um, if you don't get on the merry-go-round, Gary, your, your number's never going to get called. You've got to, you know, get in here and get a suppressor started. Otherwise, you're, you haven't even started to wait, even though you're still waiting. <laughs> No time like You're not present. started to wait. <laughs> now, um, but, you know, not only would I have to buy the suppressor, but then I'd have to make sure that I had a barrel that would support it. Yeah, um, most all of them will 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 thread onto a barrel um, so that it can be attached. Uh, there's a variety of attachment methods uh, based on different different companies, but most of them include having a barrel that is threaded. Uh, like this Canic pistol we've got here doesn't have a threaded barrel, um, but there are commercial barrels available, even for a Canic gun made in Turkey. Um, and the barrels for most handguns, you'll spend, oh, $150, $175 replacing the barrel on many modern, uh, modern handguns. Um, rifles, a lot of times you can have the barrel that's on the rifle threaded to accept the flash hiders or the attachment mechanism that your silencer supports. Um, but it does, does need some mechanism to, um, to be attached. Um, threading is, is typically the way we see that done. And you have those available at Modern Arms? Yeah, we have uh, a wide variety of silencers available as well as guidance for getting the, the right parts and pieces to accomplish whatever it is you're looking to hush up. Is that at your uh, Brown Station location? At the Brown location? Station location, okay. yeah. yeah the um, you know, and, and it doesn't, um, while they, they are, uh, the, in, the NFA paperwork calls them silencers. A lot in the industry call them suppressors. It allows me to shoot standard velocity 308 ammunition quieter than a 22 rifle. That's a significant reduction in the but sound. But it's still... Loud. It still sounds like gunfire, yeah, but it, it sounds like you're list, you're shooting guns with really good ear pro on. So you're, I'm not having to wear you know plugs and muffs. I still wear plugs intermittently when I'm shooting suppressed. Huh? I'm supposed to wear them all the time, but you know I'm able to get it down in that 136, 133 range. And the same thing shooting an AR-15 in 223, 556. I can get that down in the in the 130s, a decibel rating. Yeah, so it, it it just makes sense. Um, it, and this, the left would argue that you'll go out and shoot people and nobody will hear you, and so you have a greater chance of getting away. No. It's nonsense. It still makes a hell of a crack. Uh, the report can be heard. Uh, but I want to do something else here. I, while I'm at it, I want to uh, throw out a plug for a friend of ours. Yeah. Because if you do go out shooting... What you, what you say? Yep. What? Huh? Huh? Uh... <laughs> Miss Kathy Ergovic of what you say? Yep. Does wonderful custom molded hearing protection. She does. I've got a I've got a, a set. My wife has a set. When we go shooting, we wear them all the time. Uh, if you really want to protect your hearing and your ear, th that's the way to do it. And she can modify some of these current electronic ones that just plug in your ears, mm -hmm. the little razors. She does excellent work. Yep. And, and she'll be over at the store um, on December the 7th doing earplugs there at Modern Arms at the Brown Station location. And, I'm, you know, we talk about this in, in relation to, uh, to guns uh, and, and uh, the, the loud report, but a lot of people working in industry are subject to those kinds of loud noises. Uh, and, and so a device like uh, what she makes, and they're individually molded for your ear. She uh, injects it into your ear, and it, it, it fits your ear perfectly. But if you're in an industry where there's a lot of noise, 
You might want to get a pair. I, I wear them when I run the weed eater. Do you? For sure, yeah. You know, um, even those bar the baristas that stand in front of those machines at the, the coffee shops, those things. <laughs> they, they sound stupid. No, that, yeah. those that's things because are... you're yelling at them, hurry up with my <laughs> yeah. coffee. Oh, I thought it was the machine that was making all the noise. <laughs> no. You know those World War One pilots that were flying in those biplanes? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, those open cockpit planes? I was watching a thing on TV, and they're almost, they were almost all practically deaf by the end of the war. And it was because of the loud noise of the because they were open cockpit, the engines right in front of them, and then they're shooting their guns. Um, when you expose yourself to those loud sounds, uh, those delicate fibers in your ears break off, and there's no putting them back. You yeah. lose it; it's gone. Yeah. I'm saying Snoopy and the Red Baron now with with that. Did I, <laughs> did that I bring that too. image to you? <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of. Guy. So, what is her website? Does she have a website? I don't think she does. Sure. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, don't know. I see what her out of Green you, Valley Rifle yeah. Pistol what Club. What you say? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've got her cards and contact information at the store. I'm, I'm feel bad that I don't have it directly have in, front it in front of me. Front of me. Thanks I for thanks for putting us car. there, Gary. I, well, I blame you, you for my lack of preparedness. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, you <laughs> shoot and have friends that shoot. You probably they'll probably know who Kathy is. Yeah. 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 But even if you're not a gun person, if you're subject to loud lo uh, loud noises at work or anywhere, uh, this is something that uh, you really ought to get uh, for your hearing because it is permanent. The loss is permanent. In Colorado, they had a large capacity magazine ban. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know how well those work. We'll talk about that in uh, just a couple of minutes. Let me go grab a phone call. Uh, Stuart, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. Uh, Gary, I was wanting to purchase a hundred clip magazine. Do you do, do they sell that at the Brown Station location? <laughs> um, no. On a serious note, does the uh, suppressor affect the speed of the of the round? Um, yes, with a chronograph, you can measure a velocity shift. It's in the tens of feet per second, not in the hundreds. So it is measurable, but but negligible. And if I had one and I sold it, would it be a whole? rigmarole to go through to sell that yes um if you if you wanting to you own a silencer and you're wanting to sell it it requires a, a form four or a form three and four transfer um the feds uh, have to bless every time it changes ownership and tax has to be paid every time i love my government yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you, you know in new zealand you used to be able to uh, buy them in, in hardware stores yeah uh, unregulated just as yeah as they should be it was it's, considered it's a, a courtesy yeah but um, but here, of but course. back in 1934, uh, the Gun Control Act was pla was put in as a knee jerk reaction to a criminal problem, and they thought that we could we could eliminate crime by taxing silencers and machine guns out of existence, and they did tax them out of existence for a number of years. The 1934 valuation of a $200 transfer tax on a $3 item taxed it out of existence and since that's never been inflation adjusted now the two hundred dollars is not the hurdle it's the the year weight yeah don't tell them yeah. to yeah, yeah. <laughs> index inflation that. adjust taxes index that for it, inflation yeah it'd be like thirty six hundred dollars in tax yeah um, so it just but again it was it was a um a knee-jerk reaction to, to a crime problem. How did they, it it that, was prohibition. Yeah. Uh, the prohibition of alcohol, the prohibition of drugs, those kinds of things uh, create uh, bad guys who are willing to use whatever weapon they want in order to succeed. Yeah. Um, but how did they constitutionally do that? 
The Constitution well, says... It, it was unconstitutional, but... Shall not be infringed. Right. Um, it's the set of laws we have currently. Do you ever think about this? And it has nothing to do with guns, per se, except for how we just tied it in. But when they prohibited alcohol, they had to get an amendment to the Constitution. But when they prohibited drugs, they didn't? Interesting. Wonder mm. why. Hmm. Hmm. Makes you think. Colorado's large capacity magazine ban. How's that working? That's next. Gary and Guns, 93.9 Eagle. Hey, welcome. It is 51 minutes after the hour. Every year at Christmas, um, I invite a bunch of listeners to come to CC City Broiler and uh, just to have dinner, and we break bread together. And here's the thing. Um, they hold between 60 and 70 people in the main room, and uh, at one time, the room just fills. So you can imagine what's, you know, the, the guy behind the grill mm-hmm. is stuck trying to make 70 dinners, uh, grill 70 steaks, or whatever, the, you know, is offered off the menu uh, at one time. So it takes him a few minutes to get caught up. So I always invite one or two speakers that I really uh, am impressed with. And then we narrow it down. They can't, you know, they got to go, you know, like 10 minutes maximum uh, if it's two speakers. Uh, to give the, the, the chef a little time to, to kind of catch up and uh, to give listeners an indication of who they are. And uh, one of the speakers this year is Chuck Basie. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And uh, the other one is Cherie tolson Reich. I'm so looking forward to it. And I have a shout-out to Chuck's dad, Ben Basie. Every time he sees me, he calls me Pistol Packin' Mama. And it just cracks <laughs> us up. But I'm looking forward to coming that day to be with your listeners. Yeah, so it's going to be fun. We look forward to having you on board. And uh, it, it's it's just such a great time. Don't, uh, I, I hesitate to even mention this because it fills up so fast. It's already over full. It's already full. I mentioned it on the air last month. Uh, brought it up, one, uh, what, two two times, Brian? Three times tops? And, and the room is sold out. So, um you're just going to have to wait till next year and see who we bring in. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, Action Tactical. It's actiontact.com. Uh, Joe Gilbert on board. And uh, tell them what you do, Joe. We save lives working together with your family. And, uh, and we're a little bit different because we work with you and actually develop actionable plans. It's different, you know, than reading a book or sitting in a classroom, but we'll sit down together and we'll work out plans on how to defend your home. And you teach tactics that you can't even say on the radio because you don't want the bad guys right. to know. Right. Um, that's that's kind of neat. Yeah, you won't see this stuff on the Internet and you won't hear it on the radio. Not awesome. even me. He actually, I, I asked him for some tips. He said, do you have any money on you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was getting held up. Uh, Larry, Larry Whalen is on board from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. And, uh, we reviewed uh, uh, several, what? We're having a rifle raffle. No kidding. I just want to talk about that because we're raising money for the food bank. Yeah. Rifle raffle. And a beautiful AR. Uh, yeah, it is. So swing by Modern Arms, get your raffle tickets, $20 a piece. Eight, eight tickets for a $100 donation to the food bank. And only selling how many tickets? Only 600 entries, and we're going to draw it in three weeks on December the 7th, right here on the Gary, Gary on Gun Show. So, Way to go. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Um, so, apparently, uh, they passed a law in Colorado uh, in 2013 uh, that was supposed to prohibit, and this is the exact wording, Sale, transfer, or possession of an ammunition feeding device that is capable of accepting or that can readily be converted to accept 
more than 15 rounds of ammunition or more than eight shotgun shells, large capacity magazine. Uh, this was right after uh, the Holmes uh, shooting with uh, using a semi-automatic rifle with a 100-round uh, drum magazine. Uh, so the law was intended to erase the market for new large-capacity magazines. However, some gun dealers noticed that the bill made no mention of magazine components, and they capitalized on the omission. <laughs> uh, dealers Replacement the magazine bodies? They began selling parts kits that contained everything a gun owner needed to assemble their own large-capacity magazine at home. In fact, some gun stores throughout the state now sell magazines only in parts kits. The free market is a wonderful instrument, and prohibition never, ever really succeeds. I don't care if it's alcohol, drugs, or firearms. Yeah. If somebody wants something badly enough, they'll find a way to get it. Uh, I would argue that uh, these gun owners who are, you know, assembling their own uh, magazines are not bad guys, but they want what they want, and they've found a way to get it. Well, and it sounds like they're doing it in in compliance with the law. Yeah. Some people call it a loophole. Some people call it working within the law. <laughs> full, <laughs> full compliance. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but it, it doesn't work. Among other stores that don't sell the parts kits are 2 chains, Sportsman's Warehouse, and Dick's Sporting Goods. Not uh -huh. surprised about Dick's, are you? No, no we're, not yeah, at all. Yeah, we're not, we're not Dick's over at Modern Arms. No. Um, completely different. We sell that stuff. Yeah. Boy, that, <laughs> that is... <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were. Uh, well, never mind. <laughs> well, only so far you want to take that one. <laughs> the uh, clock's going to stop us. <laughs> and it's a shame Walmart's caving in, too, by not selling things that they used to sell. But you know what? They're just going to hurt themselves. They are going to hurt themselves. But I would rather somebody go to Modern Arms. At the Brown yes. Station location. That's right. Yeah. Where they can talk to an expert who yes. knows these firearms and ammunition inside and out, can give you really good, solid, take-it-to-the-bank information, uh, rather than going into some big-box store uh, where you can't find that kind of expertise. And uh, even more important is that, you know, you go to a place like Modern Arms. Larry lives here. He's, he's, he's responsible... Uh, you know who he is. Uh, it's, it's just so much more reliable than going into a big box store. His store is even located in my legislative district. That's, That's right. what I love. Yeah, but no, I thank you for the local. kind words. But no, we, we love we love helping people with good guidance and advice. And and when you know customers come in, sometimes we spend a, a little more time than you know what you would if you were just sweeping something past the scanner to to take care of them. But because we ask a few questions and kind of figure out what what does success look like to the customer, so that we can guide them towards that towards that process. So, um, thank you for the kind words. Well, it's true that. though, but, but it is true. Yeah. Uh, it, what I'll tell you what frustrates me is he's in your district and I'm not. You and can move to my district. It might be worth it because yeah. I yeah. think there's a uh, a Democrat that uh, represents me and uh, his name. Shall I'd love be. to have you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, if you're uh, in the market for a firearm uh, or you want to see any of the firearms that we displayed here today on Gary on Guns, uh, stop by Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. Pick up a raffle ticket. It's rifle a rifle raffle, raffle because rifle it raffle. Uh, goes to the food bank. Yep. And uh, they spend all their money right here in central Missouri. This doesn't yeah. go all over the place. Yeah, it's, uh, it's And stuff. it's impressive how, how far they go. I, I can't remember the metric, but it's like 
$20 in cash, they convert into hundreds of dollars of food. Yeah, hundreds and hundreds of pounds of food. I mean, you know, it's a really yeah, and it's a testament to the people in Colombia. There are a lot of volunteers that work out there that hand out, hand out the food. Yep. They do all the stuff. And they, they've got this down to a science. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I recently volunteered out there, and it's just amazing. If you haven't toured their facility, they're actually outgrowing it. And I love Aurora Organic Dairy. Provides them milk, and, nice. you know, they get as much local food as they can. You know, fresh mm -hmm. fruits I, and vegetables. Um, I volunteered out there, but they said I ate too much. I, <laughs> I, thought, I thought, well, isn't that what I'm here for? It's not a smorgasbord here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they said, no, you're not here to eat. Come on, put things in the box. <laughs> All right, and then uh, if you're looking to defend yourself and your family, actiontac.com, actiontac.com, uh, and Joe Gilbert will, will help you with that. Sure will. Thank you all for being with us. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby. Honey, I'm coming home.